there. Um, keys just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, and see if good things will happen for us. Yep! We're back. Episode 35 of Just Dishing It. Joined, as always, by our producer, Derek Hoskin, and my co-host, Mr. John Toods Tudor. Toods, let's start with you, buddy. How's life? Life's good. It's going to be a busy week this week, but um, busy week. excited for the episode today. One of the uh, fan favorites back in the building for today's episode. I would, I would fun. fully agree with that. Definitely a fan favorite back. I'm sorry, Derek. I chuckled during there. I don't know if you could hear it. Because I saw you bending over to tie your skate. I can't believe that. 35 episodes. <laughs> I saw I the same you. thing today and I never noticed that. The fucking Housley jersey. I forgot oh, he had yeah, a yeah, Housley yeah. on his jersey uh, for Panda. I was like, where are you going with this? I was like, yeah, I tie my skates just like any other. I see, person. like, I saw, you know, like, Housley. I'm just house? one of. I'm, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I saw like House, and I'm like, "What the fuck is yeah, that?" Yeah, still Hauser. And I was like, oh, "Shit, Derek, wear a Phil Housley jersey." Yeah, no, it's it's still in the basement. I've asked the guys if they want it back, and Matt politely declined on that one. So uh, that's that's yours, man. We can yeah. talk about the nameplates. You just take it off, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like a burned in one. Like it's a it's a screen printed in. Oh, one. it is it's a not, screen printed. It's one. not like a it's not like a stitched one, or else gotcha. I would have like gotten. Oh, that's right. You were kind of a late add to the roster for that tournament. That's right. Yeah, we yeah. had a couple of bales. Yeah, that's right. It's either way. That, happy to have you. That's a great jersey. It's a fucking awesome jersey. Um, yeah, busy week. It's the week of Halloween. Anybody going to any parties? Got any good costumes that they're busting out? No, I usually do some pretty good stuff, but I'm uh, I'm a working man. Yeah, you're year. working man this year. I, I actually I got one. I'm I'm going to with the lady. I, I do a Peaky Blinder. I nailed it. Wait till you guys see some pics of this. I might go straight muzzy, but we'll see. We'll see. Should just always go straight muzzy. Yeah, any opportunity? Are you anyone in particular? I feel like you could be like Arthur. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going because I can't go clean shaven. I can't be Tommy. I'm, I don't have that much swag either. Anyways, like yeah, we'll see where it goes. All right, wasting enough time as it is, ladies and gentlemen, everybody listening, please welcome back Xander. Here he is, the boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How we doing? Dead. I mean, we get to talk to you for about an hour, so I don't know. I don't really have a single goddamn thing I can complain about. Yeah, there you go. I think my audio was a little hot there, so sorry for the uh, eardrums of anyone tuning in. That was good. Coming in hot. That's what we do, man. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked to be here, well, part two. Yeah. I mean, we're if we're going to have you blasting like that. I mean, we're talking about, you know, the big news here. We'll cut right the fuck to it. Your debut single oh, comes out November 2nd. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. yeah. I already pre-saved it, word. so I forgot the release date. Just saying. No big deal. Oh, it's uh, not a big deal. <laughs> casual fan not not yeah. a fanboy just passionate you know yeah but i appreciate yeah. it I didn't, I didn't have the demo in my inbox like a year ago i'm just saying no no it's okay <laughs> the song hasn't been you know ready for two years or anything and i've just been <laughs> slacking i'm getting out there but yes absolutely uh debut single november 2nd crew noise so it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting one um gosh where to start uh, I'm just excited to to be releasing music. I know we'll get into all the details in a little bit, but excited to really have this whole project, you know, years and years of, of thinking through the dimension I'm going to take when it comes down to, you know, being an actual artist, releasing music out on platforms, um, putting content, marketing, you know, branding, all that cohesive thinking behind it and, you know, delivering that end product. But I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. And it's really the the end of one chapter and the the start of another. So it's a, what chapter is what chapter specifically are you referring to? Talk people through that transition. Well, I think we talked about this last pod, but you know, really, really buying into the the mentality of like I'm an artist. You know, I I am going to do this, and a, a lot of it I weighed into. Yeah, was that that mental obstacle? You know, it's all in your own head, and it, if you want to get there, you just got to fucking do it. Like it's, it's as simple as that. And I think that is the chapter that have finally gotten past, um, which is ultimately getting out of your own way, um, going balls to the wall, you know, putting content out there, putting product out there, not worrying about its reception and how people are going to feel about it, but just continually building momentum, you know, with each release as it comes uh, and building the brand. So 
that's that's the uh, transition to the chapters here. Absolutely. What's um, what what kind of went into like this? You know the, the how you even write your name, the the Xander switch. What is that something that, that was part of this, or was this a, a legal thing? Uh, yeah, so I don't get my fucking ass sued one day. <laughs> but I, you know, I wanted to keep things pretty, pretty similar to the the brand and the vision I've been like creating for the last I don't know four fucking years. But what it came down to is, you know, think about other factors too, not just like getting sued because there's not really a famous person with just Xander, but uh, there's some kind of like rock country musician out there with that domain. So you're you're talking domain handles, um, but also just like in general SEO. Uh, which is something search engine optimization for those who don't know. Uh, but really, if you type in Xander, you know, uh, what's your competition like? Right. But yeah. if you take XNDR period, I'm fighting with one other kid who hasn't released music in two years. Right. And so once you start getting more traction, things out, well, there's music, uh, articles published on you. You know what I mean? Like YouTube yeah. videos, maybe Wikipedia. That's where the ball starts rolling in your favor. Uh, and XNDR period was uh, not really um nobody else had it so it was just a different variation on the same name um but you know that's what we're rocking with here on forward yeah it's a pretty easy one too to just like no one's gonna like not pronounce that right so i feel like when you do like that abbreviation stuff people always say it wrong but sanders like perfect that's 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 yeah. a perfect transition yeah i wasn't giving up too much and it wasn't straying away too far from really what the end name is xander which is my name you know i'm not i'm not here to be an artist and just go by a, a creative different alter ego that doesn't tie into my name you know my not yet at least did you ever play around with that idea though xander like did, were you like thinking about that with your creative process like maybe you'll pick a different name to write under or? yeah absolutely and i think that door is still open for like other avenues of what i want to accomplish um but we can get to that later uh for, for now I feel like an important thing for me is I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm trying to be myself. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, someone who's just famous for his alter ego or, you know, a different name. Um, and it's, to be honest, there really wasn't much of a creative direction other than I just, I am who I am. Right. And so like I'm Xander as an artist and I'm, I'm Xander in person, you know, and what you see up there from the person who's making music, whether it's on stage, right. Or on different, streaming platforms, wherever that is, or you see me in person, you're, it's the same product, right? And I want to keep that continuity throughout, you know, music, throughout myself, throughout, you know, um, content that I put out there, all that stuff. So, and yeah. With it the like that's the, it's, sorry, Tudor, real quick. It feels like that authenticity too, because there's so many people, there's so much access to music now, production softwares, people exploring those avenues, ways to get your stuff out there. Mm -hmm. That authenticity for me is huge when you find someone new. Like it's just the, the it's genuine. Like it's easy yeah. to just kind of grab onto that outside of, you know, the sound, the look, the feel and everything. But sorry to cut you off, Tudor. No, I was just going to ask with the with the debut single and, and you really focusing on being yourself here. Is that something you think is really going to come through in the music? So people that know you already are going to listen to that song and be like, yeah, this is Xander. People that don't maybe know you yet are going to listen to that and kind of get a flavor of who you are out of this song. Yeah, I don't. It's uh, a good question. I don't think it's really going to come across in like this song because, you know, think of it like a portfolio, right? It's just one piece of me and without the rest of the puzzle pieces being put together you really it's a small sample size but uh, it's always long term how i've thought of it right so yeah this is one song this is you know the uh, the opening the start of everything but at the end of the day you know all the other puzzle pieces to follow right and all the building blocks um that's where the continuity will come in and just like benny said like authenticity you know i'm not gonna try and pretend i'm i'm somebody else or you know put on some facade of like oh you know i have to go enter in like this different persona because I'm trying to be taken seriously as an artist. Like, fuck it. Like I'll dick around in real life. I'll dick around as an artist. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not too worried about, uh, about how I'm coming across. I'm just going to keep it how I am. Right. Um, like those are probably the artists we all love the most, right? Like those people who are absolute like goofballs or whatever, but 
whatever the case is, you know that when they're not on camera, they're not on stage. They're the same person when they're hanging out at home with their buddies. Yeah, absolutely. And that's always what's resonated with me the most, right? And people I look for, um, just having that authenticity, right? No switch ups. You, same version, what you see there is what you're going to get from here on out. Um, and how that kind of ties into the music. I'll go a little bit more in depth, right? Is the whole goal of you know Xander and, and what I want to accomplish from an artist standpoint is to produce music across you know multiple different subgenres in electronic dance music, um, but each one have that top notch quality. Uh, rather than pigeonhole myself down to, I'm only going to produce you know tech house, and that's all I'll expand. And so there's a continuity that'll come from the music aspect itself in the quality, right? But then also with the content that follows it, I feel like there's this balance of of people really trying super hard to to be taken very seriously, but it all blends in, right? You know, how many people put out content and it's just, okay, that's just like everyone else's. For the first single, you know, and debut single, it's really hard to 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 sh show a complete curveball from the rest of everyone. But, you know, there's ways and there's videos that'll follow and little things, whether it's micro content or just, you know, teaser content and things like that. But I'm going to find ways to incorporate you know, myself, naturally goofy, kind of an ass clown in a good way, right? But sometimes <laughs> drive home the point that it's like, hey, you know, I fucking make music. It's good. Go check it out. And and bridging that creatively, you know, which can come through the source of anything, right? Like TikTok, right? Instagram, um, whatever it is. It could be vlog videos or, or catchy little, you know, micro content and shit like that. But yeah, once you get the whole package there from like music and then, you know, branding, you put them all together. You know, it's never going to really change. Which sees what you get. We're going to get a Xander clothing line at some point too. Hey, yo, Justition, sponsor me. You're already fucking wearing your joggers right now. Yeah. Probably for the third time this week, but uh, it's all good. Yeah, I, I definitely will at one point um, release release some merch. Uh, it's a weird like landscape because ultimately you kind of have to build up a brand for people to want to buy something. Um, yeah. And once I get to that phase, you know, then it's a matter of, well, what are you going to sell? How is it different again from what everyone else is putting out? I'm not really trying to slap a logo on a t-shirt and be like, here, sell, you know, sell them to everyone. It's kind of fucking lame. And so what I want to do is make things cool, creative, unique enough. Um, and I feel like one thing I missed earlier is like kind of me as an individual. And this is where I was talking about being authentic. You know, I'm not something completely as much of a follower, right? Where I do everything pretty much according to society's, you know, plan. But at the same time, I'm not a complete outcast where, you know, I've, I, I like to find myself somewhere in the middle of that. Um, where I'll, like most people. Yeah, I'll push the limits, right? You know what I mean? Um, but it's not going to be something where like, what what is that? What is going on, right? For the sake of familiarity, Um and even with like clothing too, you know, same thing with that merch. That's what I would want to do. I want to push those boundaries, make something that's cool, urban streetwear, um, but also keep that familiarity where you know what what you're getting to. Um, but ultimately, you want to make something that's fucking sick, right? Something that you'd look at and be like, like I'd fucking rock that, and you wouldn't even have to know that it's me. Right? And that's yeah. the end goal. Uh, make something probably a little exclusive, right? And tease things along the way as the brand continues to grow. But uh, that's something mean. Mr. Nicholas have uh, certainly talked about <laughs> over the years. Of course, got to. But yeah, so uh, you know, for me, out of you know all the demos, I've had the luxury. You know, your works in progress. <laughs> I've heard. What made you choose this? Because I'm not going to give away. Like I know what song it is. I've heard it. It's awesome. It's a hit. What made you choose this one for the first release? I think. I think looking back. At, <laughs> I don't know how long this one's just been sitting in the fucking burner. <laughs> um, but th this was important for me because this is the first part of my music career when I started making music where I felt like, oh, like I fucking get this. Like I'm good at this. I can do this. Right. And it started out as a, a pretty shitty remix for a friend. Um, it, I wouldn't say shitty. It started out as a pretty good remix for a friend. Right. Who was getting his career going um but he said like no nah, it doesn't really like fit my vision and brand and i kind of took that you know like off my shoulder uh and that you know a little chip on the shoulder and that's kind of how i get motivated 
feel like that comes with like the athlete part of me and hockey player part of me. I can't, I don't get hyper competitive or perform well unless I'm pissed off. I, I don't yeah. know why. It's just kind of <laughs> kind of how I how I work. So that kind of gave me that chip right there. And I was like, oh, you don't want this? Well, you know, I'm gonna go grind it out. And then you know, two months later, you're gonna be like, shit, probably should have had that. But it's just like a little mentality. I don't let it get too out of hand. But that's kind of what fueled me in the moment and took what it already existed, kind of gutted areas of it, and then flipped it around, went all in, honestly, and you know two sessions later and a couple couple of bang energies the song was just completely changed and it, and it ripped and i was like oh my god like what so i really pushed myself to get it there and that was the first track completely start to finish i was like i'm happy with this like this could go out but then you know after all these years of just continually like making more and more and more it kind of just forgot about this one and so it, it was a in ways a way for me to be like let's bring it back to square one like where this whole idea started um, so I wanted to get that one out of the way. And also kind of comes from just not giving a fuck about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's been done. It's been done for a while. Uh, I like how it sounds. Um, and it's like, all right, let's just, let's just get it the fuck out, right? Yeah. No, I did, feel you, did you like it more after it sat like kind of on the burner for a while and you, you revisited it later? Oh, absolutely not. No? <laughs> let's do it one more time. Uh, I might lose my fucking mind. But <laughs> I don't know. That's how it works with other all you know every single song and i think that was the hump that i had to get over too like one of them mentally is like the more and more you listen to it the more and more you're gonna hate it right and you have to just get over the fact that you hate it and understand that other people are really going to like this and the more you like just let go of that the better off you'll be whereas in before i was in that mentality I was like i don't like it nobody else is gonna like it like it's kind of a waste i, I don't feel like it fits my brand like whatever i'm like what do you mean it doesn't fit your brand you don't have a brand right now like just go, <laughs> go get it started you know so you kind of have to snap out of that um so yeah the, that's, that's an interesting that. point too because i think for a long time and, and i'm sure i'm not the only one that thought this but I think a lot of people who aren't musicians or producers or anyone that's making art like that don't understand that because I always just like growing up kind of assumed that like if you made music, you just like roll around in your car listening to your own shit. Um, <laughs> I, do, I do do that a lot. You know, <laughs> you got to have a good car test. So you, I definitely do that a lot. Yeah. 100%. Now, do you do it like is it just because you're almost like quality controlling yourself or is it because you're actually like, Oh shit. Like I did this. Like, this is pretty sick. I mean, Hmm. Uh, definitely a little bit of both, but more so the quality control. I, I think me by nature, I'm, I'm very competitive and in this area because I've wanted something like this so much that I'm very hypercritical which is a blessing and a curse for anyone. And I was being very, very hypercritical and it wasn't getting me anywhere other than a vicious cycle of not releasing music. But now that I've, you know, polished that one out, um, to give you an example, you know, I'll, I'll write an idea maybe and took like a couple days, right? So I got like the framework down. And so when I'm not in that studio, sitting down at my desk, producing mindset, so like running to go get a cup of coffee, right? put it on, got the private sound card link, put it on in the car. And I'm just like mindlessly not thinking about it. So there's two dimensions when you're like mindlessly not thinking about it as an end listener, but then you're consciously thinking about it and figuring out which parts need better improvement. Right. And like what things you could add to it to make it flow better, like all that stuff. And that's what really going in the car and listening to your own music is, is very valuable for. Um, so I, I definitely do a little bit of both, uh, but more so, the hyper analytical of just picking down like, okay, you know, this transition is not where it should be. I don't like how this sounds it can be even like mixed quality, right? You know, the low ends just screaming right now, you know, it needs to be ducked down. Certain sounds might be too loud. Some might be quieter you need to blend them better together. So I kind of listen to it on repeat in that short window of like going to get coffee. And then I'll just jot down some mental notes or even on my phone um, and just say, okay, I need to, tweak this section right here and do xyz so that next time i sit down on the computer i already have like an action plan ready 
to get that song to the next level. And it's kind of a, a repeating cycle until you get to a point where you're like, all right, this is about as good as it's going to get. Send her out. Like, <laughs> it's all done. Was there, uh, was there any significance to November 2nd? Or was that just a date you picked and you were like, fuck it, I'm going to roll with it. I've got to let it go by then. Oh, absolute blind crapshoot. Fuck okay. it. I just knew I had to get stuff out there. And I was like, I, I, I personally felt ready mentally. And so I was looking at dates, like when I should do this, like what gives me enough time to get it out and have like ample preparation, but it's not like waiting two months. Cause I was just so ready overly to the point where I was like, all right, let's just get, get it out, go on and, and move on. So um, yeah, November 2nd, I had nothing. Honestly, just picked after Halloween. Cause you got to think also like so many people are going to be posting on the goddamn internet their sick Halloween costume. No offense, you know, Peaky Blinders about a rip, right? But when I see <laughs> when I see on November first the washover, people still posting Halloween photos. I'm gonna yeah. be like, all right, that's enough social media for the day. Everyone's gonna be talking about RL Grimes Halloween live yeah, show yeah, going. Of like, I mean, which is gonna happen. be sick. But and yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to stay away from, you know. It, Music is just really weird. There's no perfect day to release, but Friday is a very common day, right? Because you have your new music Friday and whatnot. Like all that stuff comes out. Usually playlist gets updated. It's a very popular day to release. It doesn't mean you have to, right, release on that day. So I was kind of like, whatever, I'm going to release this one not on Friday and, and see how it goes. You know, I have no data to pull from to say what worked, what didn't. But ultimately, it'll be out. And it's not really the first day that is the end all be all for a song. So yeah well it's just kind of eye test too where it's like i love for me and you know i like when i see people that release stuff not on a friday like i think you're like you're you're not bogging yourself down with all the other stuff that you already know for now at least people are going to listen to elenium's new song for sure before they listen to yours like there's it's just that's the way it is and you can ease your way into that like just I love those random drops, just a Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, I, I like the decision, honestly, to, to go with this, that, that random day. That's in a way, in a way it kind of fits what you're trying to do. So yeah. there's just, there's no, like, there doesn't need to be a reason. It's just because that's what you want to do. Absolutely. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. All that matters yeah. is out. So right. kind of pack up, go on. So talk the the title of this one. I'm sure that was probably something that took you a while to come up with too. What made you settle on on what you chose? Um, you know what's funny is like I am very creative musically, but when it comes down to anything outside of music, I'm absolutely awful. And I feel like <laughs> it's very common. You know, you get some people who are like, I'm an excellent painter, draw it, right? But when it comes to music, just no nothing no rhythm right it it, it happens right but there's some people who are talented and can do pretty much everything creatively for me i've never been that kind of person outside of music right lyrics song title right art design kind of like shit (laughs) so when it came down to crew noise i was just like I think it was a point probably a month ago. I was like, all right, like if we're going to release this, let's set an actionable like release plan to it. And so I was kind of typing things up. And one of the things was, okay, what what do I call this? I have no idea. Um, and then I kind of just went off a random word generator and I got across crew. And I was like, okay, cool. And then finally I was just like brainstorming. And I was like, all right, let's do two words. Crew noise, all caps, why not? literally no thought process behind that so then i got this song and i'm like okay well how does crew noise type back into the song and i was just like well shit it doesn't (laughs) so then i went back and i right before the drop there's a pre-drop vocal and i was like this has absolutely nothing to do with crew noise so i just deleted it and recorded my own (laughs) and i think i think i ended up probably in the spur of the moment i was like well what 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 does this song embody right like what do i want to say but it, it, trying to balance being catchy but delivering a message. So I think I put on my best uh, British accent and said, can't fuck with the baseline crew. Nah, like that that was it. That's what came in the moment. Don't ask me why. Uh, and recorded that, got a couple takes of it, chopped it up. And next thing you know, 
slammed some processing on it and it fit. I was like, well, there you go. Now it ties in. <laughs> so yeah. believe it or not, the, the title came first and then I had to edit the song up to make sure it went <laughs> full circle on that. That's so interesting. I've, honestly, too, I feel like especially electronically, too, even with because so you could write a beautiful song that has no lyrics in it, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like sometimes I feel like a lot of people, there's they got these heaters just sitting there like, I have no idea what to call this. I don't know. And like the, or you don't even know what to use with a pre-drop vocal, even on like demos where you'll hear people that'll throw in just random ones that are from popular rap songs or whatever. Just like, you know, those little ones you recognize and stuff, but I like the meaning for, you know, especially the debut single for you. That's cool. You even, you added even another personalized element to it. Yeah. And even with the, the title too, like when it came, it's funny, it kind of worked backwards. So like, once I decided on the name, then I was just like, let me change the pre-job vocal. Then I'm like, well, how does this connect creatively to just like the song? You know, I kind of had that thought afterwards. <laughs> and then uh, I I kind of decided, well, you know, this song really capitalizes off off energy. That's what it is, right? With bass house and and that. And it's it's meant to really have that hype to it. And it's one of those songs that, you know, you'd put on in the car for the right crowd and you're like, oh, this one's sick. And then when the drop hits, everyone's like, oh, right. Same thing with that, like live performance aspect. If it's played out, it has that energy that gets people all united and moving. Right. And typically you're with your crew or your squad. So literally the title kind of translates back into the song of saying, all right, I'm going to get you and your boys or whoever you're with fucking hyped. Right. Because this song slaps kind of as simple as that. But that came after the fact that I named it. <laughs> so, you know, we're still polishing out that creative dimension. You know, it still ties in, tells a story, tell, ha- has a theme, but at the same time, definitely did everything ass backwards. Yeah. Well, in a lot of ways too, though, I know there's always like the the aura around right now musically that you have to have a brand, you got to be marketable, you have to have that social media presence. Like I, I still think at the end of the day, that can come with any amount of time the music lasts forever. The art lasts forever. So like you're going to be pumping it. You already got a ton of stuff done. You're going to pump out so much more. You'll figure that out. Right. Like that's just. It'll probably be better when it comes organically too. Right. Like I feel like so many people when they're trying to shape their brand, they try to like, they decide what they want to be. And then they just like try to like, put everything in that space where it's like i don't know just let let shit happen it's probably going to pop off way better because yeah. people are going to love it more and that's always it's a great point that's always how, how i've been i <laughs> the less thought the better i think that was also a hard lesson i i had when i was trying to gear up to really start this project i overthought everything so i think i'm overcompensating by underthinking everything uh you know i still have i still think about the uh the right things a good amount but you know something like song title right or things like that a pre-drop vocal whatever it may be i'm like yeah fuck it whatever comes up comes up let's keep moving um which is funny because you're gonna get those people at the end of the day who are just like oh you know this might be the best song ever for this it's like how'd you think of it i was like uh random word generator kind of didn't put much thought into it but you know there things like that you can't put too much too much thought into it now if there's more creative dimensions in this aspect of this song i really wasn't trying to tell much of a story just made a, a banger of a bass house tune right um but because it produced a ton of genres you know i have i have this one track uh with this guy uh, mike own music from uh arizona he's actually a really talented singer and it's kind of like this pop punk emo story and one's a lot of like melodic future based kind of uh themes but the whole story of the lyrics is about a breakup right uh and going through it and then how you face adversity after it like whatever it is being depressed sad wasted time all that shit right but getting over it and then you know conquering that battle and so like that definitely will pick much more of a creative direction when it comes to that um whether it's title to or or really the theme of everything uh and tying in that but in this case not nah, not really worth it but it comes yeah. with being you know uh all-around artists especially in edm kind of have to hit every dimension yeah yeah for sure and you've talked so- about the different dimensions with edm too and how you want to work in all of those different sub-genres 
like do you when you sit down are you like all right like i'm gonna do bass house today or i'm gonna do whatever subgenre, or is it just kind of like whatever mood you're in that day you roll with it so from a creative standpoint it's, <laughs> dude, i can't even predict it I feel like I'm very inspired by what I hear. And then it could be really anything that gets me inspired because I have a big appreciation for music. So I'm a big fan of like things that are funky, for example. Um, always have been, you know, one of my favorite artists uh, and inspirations is Earth, Wind and Fire. Now, do I really correlate that into like EDM? Not too much, but they're inspiration for me musically, right? Uh and so I was kind of thinking one day and I heard a lot of like house music that had a groove to it. And I was like, why don't we just make like this like disco, bass house, tech house, hybrid baby and see where it goes. And then kind of caught fire. Right. And I was listening to artists like Blue Claire, um, Love one guy, yeah, Thike Gear, Right. And then I was like ripping through a bunch of like disco too, like Young Bay, uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. You know, you kind of take notes mentally of, okay, what, what do they use? from a sound perspective, right? If it's instruments, if it's samples, right? Even from, you know, EDM, like how are they producing it? What are some of the rhythms and patterns and all these themes that you hear? And then I kind of just pick and choose everything, put it all together. But it, I don't think about it in the moment. You know, I kind of woke up one day and made this disco tech house <laughs> baby, right? It took two days. I was like, wait, this is sick. When it comes now to releasing it though, you do have to be somewhat cohesive, which is certainly something I, I think about because you can't just go like you know this genre this genre there 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 and you know people are going to be like whoa it's like what's going on can't get a read but you can kind of tell a progressive story with that and kind of see more of a clear evolution um which i i definitely have planned out too uh and how i'm going to release things in different dimensions but still have it be similar enough where they get the idea of it are you focused on original work for this project are you going to be doing remixes what did you have you put any thought into that at all um yeah just solely solely on original work right now uh you know some collaborations with artists but you know remixes if if i do get invited to to work on a remix for someone absolutely i'll take that opportunity but um i feel like the day you know days of soundcloud remixes are over you know i think we've emerged as a a new contender is that tiktok flips for sure but <laughs> that's uh that's a whole different story um i think what i produce it, it can't work in that market um it's just about really finding out how and the execution of it and i think that'll come uh down the road but for for now just totally focused on releasing original music yeah yeah no, I like that. I like that. It gets you places at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. You can always have the time to, you know, the, down the line to do that, that kind of stuff for fun. Just, you know, throw, throw some little nuggets to your fan base and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like that's what a lot of, I've seen a lot of people do now that have kind of have that established following, but no, I was just, I was curious, but because I've, again, you sent me a couple of remixes. You just did <laughs> of bootlegs that I loved. So I, I was curious. In case everyone's curious, Benny has every fucking song I've ever made, uh, either in his Twitter DMs or right to his text. So you can hit him up for any leaks. I, no. I honestly know the main source too. You don't right? have to. You don't if have to hit me up for leaks. They're already on Reddit. <laughs> is that going to be one of those things as your career progresses? Like, are you going to be about to drop like a new project? Like ten years down the line, you're going to shoot Benny a text like a week before and be like, "Yo, leak one of these songs." And like, get the hype off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, any press is good press, am I right? <laughs> and then we can have uh, we can uh, have some fucking big Twitter beef. Pretend like we're just beefing with each other back and forth. I'll get my lawyers involved and beat the fucking piss out of you. Whatever it is, you know, just go at it on Twitter. I'll do uh, a, I'll do a, I'll off. do a fake Twitter and I'll do your name backwards, or I'll just do Xander like that, but I'll do it in all caps with an exclamation point, and I'll just rip your songs and I'll put them out with different titles. Uh, there just, you go. Yeah, there's always people that do that too. Like the, the people make like fake SoundClouds and they're literally just posting random other people's tunes with different names all, all the time. We'll love to see that all the time. I Real mean, winners. I'm sure it'll happen, but you kind of just have to protect yourself. Um, it's pretty easy. You can keep track of who who downloads what, especially on like links you share. You know, it's in a, it's inevitable though. You know, there's always some guy, who's, some person who's going to be out there to just try and fuck you over. But as long as you protect yourself, make sure you you got the right legal people around you if that you know time comes. But I I don't worry too much about that 
in the yeah. bathroom, you know. I'm yeah. just worried about getting to tomorrow. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, where you think about it, it's like, especially in the like the EDM scene, like whose songs get ripped the most? It's like Skrillex. It's like, well, there's probably a reason for that. Like people are there is a reason for that because he makes really awesome stuff. Yeah. Speaking so, of which, dude, I'm fucking I'm seeing Skrillex on uh Wednesday. He had he announced his first live show, like solo live show. In like what five years? I, I hate like, you. Like I literally <laughs> hate you right now. <laughs> Where Brooklyn. is it at? It's in Brooklyn on a Wednesday. I was like, what? I'm so annoyed. I had to run the run the counter back. So I'm going to Nashville this Thursday. Um, and I thought I couldn't make it. And then I looked back and I was like, wait, it's Wednesday night, not Thursday night. So <laughs> going to Skrillex probably gonna be like 10 to 2, I imagine. And then no, he's there's no chance he's going on before midnight. No way. No, unless he does like a four hour show. Time. Like I'm gonna get yeah. there at ten, and then yeah. the time. So it's Skrillex and Wax Motif. So it will be fun. And then we'll watch Papa Skrill shred that shit up. It'll be oh, five years of just unreleased music. Whatever the fuck he wants to put out, it's gonna be so so sweet. You're gonna be so overstimulated. I know, dude. And then I go to bed. No, just kidding. I'm not fucking going to bed. So I get, I probably get back at like two. Get back. You're gonna go home and you're gonna remix Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. <laughs> yeah, be a five millionth rip of that. Yeah, yeah. So check this out. Then I gotta, I'm gonna be uh, staying in Astoria, right? So I go, I'll go back from the concert from Brooklyn, go up to Astoria, basically grab my bag, head to the airport because my flight in Nashville leaves at like seven in the morning <laughs> out of LaGuardia. So we're going team no sleep that night. Yeah. Uh, and just snooze on the plane. So that'll be really cool. I think, I mean, I feel like everyone who's, who's in EDM is like, oh, it's really like my biggest inspiration. That's why I produce. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I liked his music a lot when he was younger, you know, but I, I can't say he was the sole reason why I chose to, to DJ and produce, but I think he is really that grandfather of modern bass music, oh, which yeah. ultimately is kind of what I'm fucking making right now. Um, yeah. And what this release is. So they tie into each other. And I think it's kind of a, a funny little life working out that very shortly before I release my first song, I'll get to see Skrillex, you know, live yeah. for the first time. And for the first time he's played anywhere. Yeah, solo. That's, for that's so cool. So I, I relate to that because like he was one of the like the style at which I like to like make mixes is very much influenced by him. You know, like even stuff I work on beat wise or whatever, it's really nothing like what he does, mm -hmm. nor probably will it ever be. But it's not something like that's why I started. I'm not like that either. Yeah. I just love him. Like he is so much fun live. I love everything he puts out. Like it's just one of those things. So I, I feel you there. Yeah. Do you guys think a lot of people struggle, though? Because they, like, when they get into it. Oh, right, we lost. Like, oh, we yeah, lost. like, Skrillex, like, shin, and then just try to almost, like, oh, am I there? No, start over. Am I back? <laughs> people got lost. Uh -huh. What I thought. All right. Do you, uh, do you guys think, like, a lot of people struggle with, you know, when they get that inspiration from someone like Skrillex, like, just putting themselves in a mindset of when they're making their own music, just trying to like copy it. And like, you're never going to copy that to a good enough standard. Right. Like, Oh yeah. I think you can try and copy it, but you're still going to make it like in your own way. Like even if yeah. even, there's people that deliberately to try, they'll try and show you how they think someone made a song. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the excellent guys. They're really cool. Oh yeah. But, but dude, they purposefully tr like remake the song and it's still, it's not really that accurate. Like it's the same. they completely remake the song. They'll say like how so-and-so made this. And it, you can, even when you listen to it, you immediately know like, Oh, I know that song, but this sounds significantly different. Like yeah, you can't okay. ever get it exactly. Almost like, almost like a cover. Like, you know, like, okay, yeah. I know the lyrics yeah. to this song, but like, this yeah. is not the original. Yeah. Exactly. And honestly, like a lot of people, a lot of people have different approaches when it comes to like producing EDM, but a lot of it more in like the heavier bass scene is based off really pushing boundaries and, and making your own sound. Whereas kind of all other dimensions, it's not as important, I guess. But at the end of the day, when, you know, when I was learning how to do all this stuff, I, I knew I had a tighter timeline, right? And also I had to an insane amount of motivation and confidence to get after it. So for me, I was not really looking for, I'm going to, you know, 
make my own uh, sounds. I'm going to discover my sound before I do anything. I'm like, fuck that. Like that, that'll come as you go. But I mean, the best way to learn really is just copying, right? <laughs> At the end of the day. And that, right. that's kind of just how I learned. So yeah, pretty much every idea I've ever made, I've listened to a song and dissected every part of it or a lot of songs, let's say like four or five. And I just copy and paste, but in my own way, right? Uh, yeah. And get influenced through that. And then as I keep doing that, you know, and it keeps changing, going through a different direction, it ultimately becomes myself, right? And my own sound technically, right? But it's just influenced through a lot of other things. And it's no different than if, you know, you go to a restaurant, you get some bomb ass food, right? And then they give you a recipe, you go make it at home, right? You have all the step-by-step ingredients and all the different steps to fucking prepare it, right? And bake it or whatever it is, but it's going to come out still not going to be the same quality as that, but it could be a little bit different, right? You might be able to substitute different ingredients. So, I mean, no, it's not copying technically, but (laughs) that's just kind of how I've learned how to make music, believe it or not. It's just take an idea, make it to the best ability you can. And then once I started doing that, I started going off multiple songs. So it's like, let's take this element, this one, this one, and kind of combine it into one. So if it wasn't for fucking <laughs> copying other people's sounds, I don't think I would know how to make music. <laughs> to be right. That's how no, I feel that's, like most that's a good point. Are. And uh, what, so like, what are you going into the Skrillex show? Like, what are you expecting? after like five you know what i mean like do you are you going into it being like like does anyone know what this dude's been doing like the last five years greatness that's what he's been doing well yeah i mean i would assume so but like i mean like i think after that long of time with without releasing music i mean well he's been putting stuff out he's just he's to refer for just to fill you he was like a crazy tour guy like he played for years like 200 plus shows a year like the guy was out of his mind and so i mean with code he just really hasn't been playing much but it's like well known he's been releasing like singles and it's well known he's working on an album i got you so So that's like a big thing and he is so unpredictable in a lot of ways like you know he's going to play a lot of his music but he's a very hyper performer like he's aggressive with his mixes he uses like six decks like he's going nuts so he's it's just like it's a very unique experience yeah i would say when he plays i pulled up his spotify right now so one two three four five five singles out 2021 nothing in 2020 and then one two three four five six yeah, he had like 10 in uh, 2019. So really, after 2019, he kind of took a nice break and he's been gearing up for something. A lot of people think it's an album. I'm sure it will be, but it's, it's going to be sweet. I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like he's always been ahead of the curve, right? He really is the trendsetter when it comes to that whole area of electronic dance music. And so it'll be interesting to see him kind of play the stuff that probably made him who he is, but also then kind of show everyone, look where I'm headed. Uh, yeah. I even, even from that show, I'm sure people start taking notes, but for me, I'm just kind of here to soak it all in and I've never seen him. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely appreciate his music a lot. So what's, uh, what's going on in Nashville after that? What brings you down there? <laughs> uh, I actually have a lot of uh, music producer friends out in Nashville. Uh, a lot of my network out there. Um, but Equally, uh, got a couple homies. Jack Oli, he's from Buffalo. Um, big hockey guy too. So shout out to Jack. Shout, shout out to Jack. Uh, a couple other guys like Dennis. They're they're playing a show out there. Um, so equal parts going to support them. Just going to kick it with them too as well. And all the rest of my Nashville buddies. Uh, take care of some business too. Uh, I think a big thing is now that I'm geared up, got this release going, others to follow. It's like, all right, if I have the chance, I have my friends who are playing on these shows, right, that, you know, they know the people who are organizing them. It's a great chance to introduce yourself, right? Do a little face-to-face in-person um, networking, which really drives a bigger uh, point home than if I just shot that guy an email. Right. Uh, also, a couple other couple artists come to town. Who's that? Uh, Bijou, big bass house guy. So oh, yeah. get to strike it up with him. He's also Bill's Mafia. Shout out. Yes. Which is pretty cool. But, you know. Bijou little, Don. A little bit of network, a little bit of pleasure. And, uh, you know, it is Halloween in Nashville. How are ya? So, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a fair amount of talent, and uh, the boys will be uh, 
dousing a little bit of alcohol down the system. When <laughs> <So, laughs> in Nashville, is there? You, so might, you might be so hungover that you miss your own release. Like you're oh. just gonna music's gonna <laughs> drop. You're not you're not even gonna realize it. You're just gonna be like in your bed, like oh. yeah. The at least what the first. I'm gonna wake up from a three day <laughs> slumber. It's gonna be the third. <laughs> I, that is very possible. Out of all the locations, I'd put. I put Nashville and Chicago as those top two places where that could feasibly happen. Maybe, maybe absolute wild card. You come out of there with like some ideas for like a country EDM mix. Like there you, you know. go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's all, there's also a good amount of uh of singers too. And I'm always looking for yeah. vocalists as well. I know a couple of people who live out there, but yeah, a little a little network, a little pleasure. Nash Nashville's a wagon of a time though. They they don't lie with that. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you boys been out there? I have, and I'd love to go at no. some point, though. I've heard it's unbelievable. We'll do a live show. I just there. went for Bill's Mafia. There he is. Oh, there's Derek. Oh, it was wild. Is that your first time? Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, they they don't. You're right. They're not. They don't joke. Like Broadway is Broadway is a different animal. Uh huh. I ended uh... up with a Domino's tattoo on my leg. So. <laughs> Dude, I saw it in Twitter. I didn't know. <laughs> Dude, I literally I didn't I, connect the fucking dots. That's I so said that to Derek bad. later on. You want to? Can you tell that story, Derek? Because I literally I saw it on Derek's like Snapchat story, and like I was like, "What the fuck is this, dude?" I thought at first I was like, "Okay, he's getting like a domino or something tattooed on his leg," and then I saw them coloring it in, and I was like. Bro, this guy literally got the Domino's pizza logo <laughs> tattooed. Is that the Domino's pizza logo, or did you change the number? Yeah, no, it's the Domino's logo pizza. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that's, that pretty much sums up Nashville for you. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't like I mean, it's been sparked from a long story, so we'll just we'll dive into it real real quick. We were out a couple years ago, like two three years ago. I have a buddy that's just real real idiot, and he just loves to just egg on people. And just out of the blue, we were out one night, and he was like, "Hey, Derek, I heard you love Domino's pizza." I'm just like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I like literally don't eat Domino's. Like, I would eat it from time to time because it was a stone throw away from my work, but I, like that was not <laughs> a thing." And then like our other buddies were like, "Yeah, Derek, you're a huge Domino's guy." And then like it just kept going on and on. Every time like someone would see a Domino's, they'd send me a Snapchat of it or something like that, and it just it kind of blew up in our friend group and one night we were out drinking and I told my friends, I was like, look, if you guys pay for this tattoo, I'll get that. And they were like, Oh, get it. I uh, will reimburse you. I was like, no way. I was like, I gotta have my money back. I gotta have that money in my, my possession. So, oh, so funny. we're out on Broadway. We're at um, Luke Bryan's and across the street, you can see a tattoo parlor, like big tattoo neon sign. And I had, someone was like, why don't you do the Domino's tattoo? Fine. I was like, you guys give me the money. I'll, I'll fucking do it. And I got $120 in my Venmo account, like literally like that. And I was like, all right, I guess we're, we're doing this thing. Um, the only reason it's like in a, like a lower, it's like on my like lower thigh. And the only reason that it's there is because like, I want to get like something nice on my like upper thigh, like a full piece. And I just didn't want to like, like fill it in so i was just like i don't give a shit my friends were like you guys they were like you don't know where to put it i was like you guys are thinking way too much into this like i literally have no thought of, no, no thought process no lower that. back no no i'm not that gutsy <laughs> i was thinking maybe like hip line you know just like kind of that's a little scandalous it, too but, uh, so to anybody listening hit our dms because you already know that like if we push it hard enough for long enough we can just give derek a tattoo yeah so no, hit just money. hit our dms with whatever you want derek to get tattooed and hit and hit his venmo and he'll get it yeah and i also didn't think that my friends would like i i think my friends really didn't think that i would go through with it and i was right. like yeah no I, actually yeah. this gives me an idea if we get if we can get Xander's debut on the first day to ten thousand plays, <laughs> Derek will get the Just Dishing It logo tattooed on his ass cheek. I thought you were gonna oh, say no he was shot. gonna get he was Xander. gonna get Xander's name tattooed on him. <laughs> no, I'm not getting Xander. No. Not it's it's not the place, man. I'm telling you. How about this? If, De if Derek can get about two hundred fifty bones 
right into his Venmo, he'll get fucking anything. I got to draw the line somewhere, but, you know, um, like a skate skins logo or such, you know, like that's, that's, I'm all, all you should get that. the skate skins no, no, logo right on your foot. Have to, how much do people have to pay for like to pick the placement? Oh Ooh, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's gotta be on getting my into it. That's my I mean, like, goal. the NHL is going to start selling, like, jersey ads. Like, you could start selling ads. I mean, you <laughs> already have a Domino's ad. Like. <laughs> yeah, free, no free promo. No yeah. free you promo. Should, you should go around to, like, the pizza shops in Buffalo and be like, yo, yo. like, 500 bucks? Like, Picasso's? Right I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just about to say I'll tattoo I'll tattoo Lenovo on my left ass cheek. What's it gonna take, boys? Then two grand minimum. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I mean it's 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 an inter I always I like kind of had second thoughts about it and then I was like, no, that's a conversation piece. I was it like, <laughs> it, it really it's one is, of those things like, too where you could always cover it up with something else too like it's not like a no it's the boys paid for it i can't cover yeah. that up well i know but even just if you were like i was just thinking plainly about like oh just you were like second close, guessing oh, yeah yeah, oh, yeah. You, obviously I, mean, I know you wouldn't do that you're it goes like it goes i mean it's like above a pant like a like a shorts line unless i'm wearing rocking some like real nice five inch inseams but yeah. I mean, m- most people really don't need to be seeing that but there you um, go Eventually, eventually, the uh, the the whole leg will be filled in, so it'll just be a little filler piece. No one will even notice. That's beautiful. They'll be like looking at everything else, and then they'll be like, "Whoa, wait a minute, right there." There's a story. (laughs) You're right, dude. They'll be like, "There's a story to that, isn't there?" Matter of fact, yes, there is. (laughs) Don't get drunk in Nashville. You funny. The bar, the bar's been set, Xander. Yeah, yeah. So if basically, if I if I come back third time on the pod and i don't have a tattoo from this weekend in nashville you might not you be invited wrong. back not, yeah, you did wrong. Oh, yeah that's you true. did it no you if you then so, the artist career is over just gotta cancel so if you it. had to pick if you had to pick like one like food chain or like national chain to get tattooed on you while you're in nashville what would it be um i'd I put an Arby's logo on the side of my shaft. <laughs> we have the meat. Yeah, the meat. <laughs> Game stat and mash. Yeah. Uh, no. yeah, yeah. I, I don't Seriously? think there's anything better. Uh, yeah, you can't really beat that. But yeah, you can, yeah. you can lock me in for that. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Might have to have Wittick clip that. <laughs> We're putting yeah. that in the archive. Oh, this is probably the last thing. Yeah, <laughs> Xander's got his debut single, but also he said uh, for 2000, he'll get the Arby's fucking logo tattooed on the side of his shaft. Just so when he says Crap, we got, I have the meats, people are like, what? Yeah. And he can just drop trow. That's going to be the next caption of an Instagram post. Just says, I have the meats. Just so only anyone who tunes into this episode is going to well, we get the reference. I'm about it. Just cover, just cover art for like your first album. Like you stand <laughs> there, pants around your ankles in a tattoo shop, blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting on to something here. Yeah, now we're getting here. Now I feel like we're but I we're like a group of fucking comics or something looking to find ways to promote tours and shit, just ridiculous things. But uh, before we go any further, I forgot there was one little nugget. Xander has a cool opportunity we wanted to talk about with um, the gaming. Fill yeah. the folks in on that because that was really cool, and we only talked about it for point two seconds when, oh, before we started. So uh, <laughs> absolutely, man. Uh, so we'll do that, and we'll fucking we'll we'll do that. Let's talk about that, and then we'll button up for this episode. We'll let you plug the you know the song one more time, and we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, so yeah, a, a good friend of mine uh, collaborated on a song called "Radiant," um, which shocking, yeah, Benny has <laughs> heard multiple times. So hit him up if you want that uh, free download. Just Again, already out on Reddit. You just got to find it. Yeah. A lot of subreddits are changing. So it's actually on our Skrillex. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk into the show Wednesday. He's gonna drop this song and it's fucking radiant. I'm gonna be like, wait, what? Oh <laughs> Benny, man, Benny leaks. Anyway, anyway, getting back to it. So uh, the other artists that collaborated with the Bexis, uh, a friend of mine lives in Nashville. So I'm gonna go get to kick it with them this weekend. He is a very big gamer, a big Valorant guy, right? Just whatever it is, you name it. He's very involved in that 
gaming aspect, which I, I can't say I've ever really been like that deep into it. You know, all the boys play video games. We all rip COD, Chell, FIFA, whatever it is. But we're basic. We're real basic. Oh, hundred percent. So we, he is much more in touch with that community. Um, and so he, I think through his connections, he actually just uh, reached out to this one guy that he knew uh, and submitted Radiant to him um, because. This guy is a part of. I might have to bleep this one out <laughs> before it goes live. But Riot Games, ever heard of it? And uh, they run, they run Valorant, they run League of Legends um, under Riot Games. And essentially, Vex has submitted the song to say, "Hey, man, uh, here's a track of mine, and uh, would love to, for you to consider it." And sure enough, he hits him back, says, "Oh yeah, this is sick. Let's rip it up." And so, starting on December 10th, they will have the Valorant. Uh, world championship so super bowl of valorant it's a 10-day event i believe uh that'll go on throughout the esports streams that they have on twitch right um there's always background music when gaming is not happening so whether it's through like interviews broadcasting you know the commentators talking stuff like that uh or even when they go to like break right then at that point it's just music playing in the background with a, a visualizer of the artist and track name and so you betcha radiant's gonna be playing through that which is really cool because i that's going to be my second release that's coming out. So it's not even, it's an unreleased track too. And at this point I could say my second song got, you know, picked up for a little bit of uh publishing or licensing. I don't even know what to fucking call it, man. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it'll be, it'll be blasted. Some damn good exposure though. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right. So it'll, it'll be blasted out to, to quite a lot of people, man. And so I'm, I'm stoked for that. And especially to see your own music really on something bigger than just, you know, Spotify, like Apple music, right. YouTube, it was a live stream with a bunch of people. Um, so it, really cool opportunity. So very thankful for Vex is hooking it up. The absolute lad coming through there. But uh, Big time I'm, lad. I'm stoked for that. So I'll, I'll definitely shoot out the reminder tweet December 10th. Tune in. Very good. Very oh, yeah. good. All right. We're right at it. Let's plug it one more time. We're plug. all so excited for this first, the debut single of Xander. Broken here first on Just Dish. And it's- yeah. <laughs> And he's going to play it right now, actually. Yeah, Edition Leaks. Yeah, Edition Leaks. Edition <laughs> Leaks. We're going to have to make a, a new subsidiary when the brand takes off, right? Edition yeah. Leaks. Dishon and it's just, it's just it's you leaking all just my me, music. Yeah, yeah, it's me trolling Reddit, <laughs> leaking tunes. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's Xander Music, I-T-S-X-N-D-R-M-U-S-I-C on all socials, whether that be on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, your mother's house, whatever the fuck you find me, I-T-S-X-N-D-R-M-U-S-I-C. Get it right. Mm. Get it tight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'll Crowd remember. noise. Crew noise. Crew uh, noise. You wanna, let's backtrack. You know what? At that one up. Let's try it. No, it's okay. I-T-S-X-N-D-R music. Single. November 2nd. Debut. World release. Benny, what's it called? Crew noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that one because uh, I, I almost said it again. Because <laughs> uh, Boulevard's got this song "Crowd Noise" that I, I use a lot in sets, you know. So I, I, I just kind of wish, I kinda wish you got it wrong too, and then we wouldn't edit it out. We I got to be honest. I, I half of my pause was like I actually almost said it again, and I should have just done it because yeah. it would have been good. Go look at that. But Go look I'm, at the vid. Your face just went. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want Derek to come back on the stream and just rip me up and down two days on Sunday for having more edit work for him. Uh, but yeah, Crew Noise, November 2nd. Stream Get that. It. Stream that, Get John. Pre save links up now. Pre save links up. Pre save links in BIOS. Go click that. Go click a pre save link. Greatly appreciate that for anyone who does that. So that way you can listen to it when it comes out November 2nd. Um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of cool things coming up, man. I'm very excited to get this going. It's kind of cool coming full circle where last episode when I was on really just starting and believing into this. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Balls to the wall. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll see you guys soon. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, I'll let you know how that Arby's tat goes. Yeah. Love he's going to be he's gonna be It's Xander's Music on OnlyFans as well once that tattoo comes <laughs> out. <laughs> you get exclusive, uh, exclusive music teasers and yeah. – uh, exclusive not the only it's not the only not the only kind of teaser 
Oh, God. Oh, All boys. Right. All right, we got to go before you have another fucking 30 minutes of cock talk. But, I know. Uh, <laughs> you good, you good, boys? Hey, hey, hey. All right, Xander. Later. Good luck to you, man. We'll be, uh, we'll be resharing it, too, for sure. We'll have you on again real soon. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Later.